0: This is Dr. Charles Parker, and you're listening to Core Brain Journal. It's the place where I connect both fresh discoveries and interesting, different perspectives from advanced mind science with the realities of real people and everyday life down on Main Street. Well, welcome, board folks. Dr. Charles Parker here. We are here one more time at Core Brain Journal, and we have a very hot topic. And I say hot because it's so frequently seen in my own outpatient practice. We've seen it for years. We've missed it for years, as many of you folks are missing it. We have had a previous interview on candida and your yeast infections with Dr. Rachel Fresco. She was at 097, if you want to go back to that. But today we have Dr. Julie Gatza, and she is a serious expert on candida and candida infestations i asked her just before we got started who do you use for testing and she says i don't even need testing anymore i asked the questions correctly julie thanks so much for joining us we're looking forward to hearing from you thank you
1: i'm glad to be here
0: so it's gonna be a lot of fun so what i'm gonna do is introduce julie in just a second let me do a quick word from our sponsor and then we'll really get into it. i'm looking forward to getting in this conversation so, as you many of you know, Core Brain Journal is supported by Great Plains Laboratory. They are a deep international biomedical testing group for improved targeted mind science details as both laboratory and webinar global thought leaders, they provide the most comprehensive set of hard data measurement tools for real biomedical answers beyond guesswork the topic today, and also provide. Multiple training webinars for both the public and medical providers on how to use their data effectively. Check out their website for references and testing details. And take note if you go over there right now and register, you can register for a complementary test drawing. So, and these tests go from OATS, which is going to test for Candida, IgG, which also tests for Candida. And if you run over there to greatplainslaboratory.com forward slash CBJ for core journal slash CBJ. Then you can register for a free test. Now, I don't know which test they have up this week, but you want to go over and get into that. So without further ado, we're going to jump right into talk to Julie, Dr. Julie Gatza. And I'm going to introduce her here. She is a health educator and is one of the nation's top chiropractic physicians with more than 20 years of clinical practice. She's a highly popular speaker. She's got the gift of gab, folks, I can tell you that. Just talking to her quickly, this is going to be fun. She has designed and presented hundreds of wellness workshops for both patients and practitioners, wherein she's addressed a wide variety of health issues with a focus on the role that digestion plays in maintaining a healthy immune system, right on topic with Core Brain Journal. She can currently be heard on radio programs around the country, in her capacity as national spokesperson for Nature's Sources LLC, manufacturers of plant-based absorbate digestive enzymes, and distributors of Colorex Candida Healthcare uh, herbal supplements. Now, this is going to be very interesting because we're going to have, we're going to talk about that today while we're in it. So. Julie, without further ado, let's jump right in. I don't want to waste a minute talking to you because guess what, folks? I'm going to be educated by Julie right in front of you, and I'm looking forward to it. Julie, how did you happen to go over to this whole subject of candida and really how it affects brain function? How did all that happen?
1: Uh, Well, 27 years ago when my husband and I went into practice, we're chiropractors thinking that we have the solution to many things that were being missed. And once we started practicing, we found out that uh, people weren't holding their adjustments. There was a heck of a lot more that could be done for bodies than just adjusting the, uh, the spinal system to um, improve the nervous system. So we did a tremendous amount of work looking into all sorts of other sciences. And we pared it down to number one was digestion. And for all the different ways that we went about um, looking for solutions, it kept coming back to digestion number one. And uh, inevitably, yeast patients would come in and candidiasis would come in. And um, it was a nightmare because uh, it took so long to try to correct these people. They'd come rolling in with suitcases of all sorts of things that they've taken. And they're exhausted and fatigued and distressed and sickly. And uh, I kind of put a bubble around our practice because they were in treat and um, we got it down quite well, but it wasn't an easy feat. And using one of these products that I um, now represent has made my life so much easier that I opened the door to having um, yeast patients now come
0: in. You know, Julie, I'm going to bond with you on that intro because that's the same darn thing that happened to me. I mean, you know, only I'm approaching it different. I, I am an osteopathic physician, so I know how to do adjustments. I I bragged it, right. uh, at Albert Einstein Medical Center, which is obviously an MD institution in Philly, down in the emergency room, I told the, the MD interns down there when I was an intern, I haven't seen a headache that I can't cure with my 10 fingers unless it's caused <laughs> by by brain tumor or hypertension. And I got really good at correcting. and And then I got into, of course, psychiatry. And I got really good at pharmacology. And I just kept getting it wrong. I mean... I was doing everything right, and it wasn't working, and then I got into the whole gut and the immune system. I mean, we're very, very similar in this regard. Yeah. And then I had to go down and find out, well, every time I got further in the gut, then I finally came down to doing the testing, and we're using great planes a great deal. And it sounds like you're further evolved than I am because I'm just very dependent on testing because I I want to be able to sell that reality to that person, and and I'm not at a point in my career where I can say, this is what I think you have. Let's Let's follow this. This protocol. So anyway, back to it. So then, how did you then get involved with this, uh, supplement this particular package and using this particular, well, I'm actually putting the cart before the horse. That's going to be my next question. How did you get into the fact that candida was causing it? And let's talk about the symptoms that a person would have before we get into trying to fix it online here.
1: Right. Well, I mean, the symptoms of candida is numerous and very, very uh, misunderstood and overlooked and, and confusing to people. Just to mention a handful of them, people can have itchy feelings. They can have rashes in the genital area. They can have mood swings, depression, obviously athlete's foot, toenail fungus, food cravings, especially for sweets and carbs. Pretty much every digestive upset that you can talk about, fatigue, the brain fog, headaches, gassy... And then, you know, the list can go on and on. Because it disrupts the bowel so badly, you're going to have pretty much anything that can show up because bowel is underneath everything that sort of happens in the body.
0: So it can be constipation or diarrhea with, with candidiasis. You got it. And so then the other one I've seen, which really shocked the Dickens out of me and the person, I had never been aware of the dermatologic manifestation, the skin, a person had something and she just was crawling with all kinds of problems that were refractory. Right. Her, her dermatologist was working with her and she hadn't really done a scraping or anything. She really didn't know what the nature of the beast on her arms, what the nature was of the... of the right. uh, But it, it really turned out to be candida.
1: Right. And keep in mind, since the skin is repaired by what you're absorbing in the bowel, if you have poor skin it's not always going to show with the scrapings on the skin. It doesn't mean that the yeast has gone out to the skin. It just means you can't repair. And so now you'll get weeping and itching and flaking and, you know, all sorts of things that are happening because the bowel is so disrupted.
0: So the the fact that you can't actually heal is really the underlying manifestation of some of those skin conditions. Because And I just I'm repeating this because it's a shock to me and I want to make sure I... And so what you're saying is the candida may not even show within the lesion itself. It's just the fact that the candida is so bad, the person is suffering from a severe malnutrition, which causes the skin condition.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And it's, you know, it's it's such a simple thing to uh, grasp, but so it's almost too simple that no one wants to believe you. (laughs) They want something for it. They want to go in and shoot it with the big guns. And the problem being is you do that, you just precipitate the same problem more. So fixing digestive health, sometimes I sound like a broken record to myself listening to me, but to fix a chronic neck problem or a headache or a migraine, we always have to look at the gut as well. And that goes with chronic low back and any digestive problem whatsoever. And then you bring on, you know, the horrible symptoms of candidiasis and that also has to be addressed.
0: Julie, we are singing from the same hymnal, I'll tell you that. (laughs) we we see it happen all the time. I mean, I specialize in treatment failure and, uh, you know, people have done, bounced around with meds and and all kinds of interventions. Now, it sounds like you're also saying, I'm asking you this question. I'm I'm not interpreting what you said. I want to really see if this is what you said, but with a very severe and chronic longstanding candida bowel infestation, it sounds like you said very quickly, the big guns don't work necessarily. Like, you're talking about Diflucan and Nystatin, for example.
1: That's right. And then just the over-the-counter ones that are people are trying to use. And then all the things at the health food store. From There are things that work better than others, but, you know, you've got your Podiarko teas. And it's not a for certain. And there's just a tremendous amount of things out there that people have been throwing at this. And the olive leaf oil and oregano, they're all wonderful. But I haven't seen anything work like the product that I use now. And uh, it's just been such a a relief to myself and to others because now I actually want to treat this problem again.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm looking forward to talking about it. We talked a little bit offline before we got started, and we'll talk about the product in just a second. But this phenomenon, I want to really emphasize this for our listeners because a lot of listeners have had, for example, vaginal candida. or Just they call it a yeast infection. They wouldn't call it candida necessarily. And they've right. had like one or two bouts of candida yeast, uh, candida vaginally. And uh, so right. they're like, hey, well, there's no problem. Yes, I've had a yeast infection, no big deal. And yet the more you get into it, then they've taken Diflucan or even Nystatin. And what happens, and this is what happened to me. What you're saying is what happened to me. It's the reason I've gotten into this further and began to dig more, uh, more carefully is because I was using Nystatin for a long period of time. I would get the diagnosis from the laboratory, which a lot of people did not have. So I was like wedded to the laboratories because it was so helpful and so convincing for the patient. And then I would go ahead and use Nystatin. I really didn't use Diflucan that much. The bottom line is it just simply didn't work. They would get better. Maybe they'd have a Herxheimer reaction initially for maybe a week or two, and then all the symptoms would return. And so that, was, exactly that was an issue for saying. me. Could you elaborate a little bit on that phenomenon?
1: Traditionally medical world that we are, everyone wants the solution in a pill form. And there really are just about two, which just mentioned, that you can throw at this. And I think it's made this whole situation a lot longer lasting because if somebody's not getting handled by the diflucan or the nystatins, and they've taken it two, three, four, five, six times, don't think the seventh time is going to work any better so (laughs) you've got to take a look at you know what the heck is happening in the first place and why did your body become imbalanced and the yeast overgrew the bacterial balance in the system in the first place so we did a tremendous amount with food testing vitamin testing throwing all sorts of herbs at it you know detoxifying and yes we had tremendous results but it was a long haul and it certainly wasn't you know corrected within a month or two. And, uh, you know, it was a six-month to two-year program to really get this yeast situation under control, and that's why I started to put the bubble around the practice, because it was exhausting for myself as a doctor, and it was a tough patient to actually handle in volume.
0: Well, you know, it's the fact is the yeast are just not responsive to ordinary medical intervention. I mean, they can be for a brief period of time, but they do return, and we've had... Other people, on where we've talked about biofilm, I don't know if you want to get into biofilm at all, but I think it's absolutely germane to this whole thing because what happens is, I'm sure what you're, the product you're talking about is going to go in and actually erode the biofilm so that the yeast can ultimately be killed. Maybe we should just go right. ahead and talk about that a little bit. Do you have some yeah. impressions about biofilm as, as related to recalcitrant yeast?
1: Well, I know this, this product called Colorex, which is a um, product that's made in New Zealand, and it's from a plant that's only grown in New Zealand. It's indigenous to that, to that area. And it's called a horopito plant. What this horopito does is it attacks, kills the yeast colonies, and thus it allows the beneficial bacteria to flourish. So this decreases the sugar cravings and the refined carbs and it's about that simple. It usually um, gets handled within 30 days to 60 days. It's not something that you need to keep taking and taking and rebuying. It goes in and just trashes these yeast colonies. When that occurs with my program and the things that I do, I know that it's a bit more effective. We really do have them knock out all the junk from their diet, the coffee, the tea, the pops and sugars, carbs, and we have them eat a tremendous amount of protein and then steamed green vegetables along with only water. So it lets the system reset. The yeast is gone. The bacteria is starting to recolonate and is happy again. And um, you do this for a fair amount of time just from the point of eating well. And now you have a system that's totally redone, recalculated, recharged. And uh, you, unless you're taking antibiotics again, and then it should stay that
0: way. Well, that's a, the next question that I know a lot of listeners are concerned about. Right there is the maintenance. You've you've raised a really good point. I think a lot of people get well on the front end, but then they want mm-hmm. to know what to do long term and what's what are the long term implications. And do they? Let's let's take a moment before we take our break here. Talking about that diet situation, you have very specific recommendations regarding sugar and sugar intake and this is a conversation we could take two hours to have so we're not going to miss anything if we get started right now and talk a little bit about your recommendations regarding diet long-term maintenance and what's the best way for a person to manage this problem so they just don't have it reoccur
1: well one of them is you better fix the absorption Many people are not able to absorb what they're eating, and it's often because they have habits that keep them from basically getting those nutrients in daily. Coffee, decaf or not, tea, or pop all keep absorption from happening. It basically alkalizes the digestive system, and you want an acidic digestive system to be able to absorb things. So green tea, white tea, black tea, coffee, decaf or not, and anything with carbonation or pop will keep that from occurring. So that's number one because it's so uh, not known and you know my patients certainly fight against it and I now become their least favorite person when I tell them those things. But once they start in on just drinking water and getting over that, when we then put them on heavy protein and uh, lots of steamed green vegetables, not salads, not fruit, uh, they're fed three to five to six small times a day and that just keeps the body's normal blood sugar uh, constant. And they aren't craving and they aren't dipping down and needing other things that they used to have to sort of make them feel better.
0: Well, take a moment to tell us here why you were so explicit about steam vegetables and contradistinction to salads, for example.
1: Well, I always look at a person who's come to see me as a sick two-year-old. Like somebody's dumped them off on my door and says, hey, they're not doing well, fix them. So I take my sick two-year-old and I give them lots of water. I will give them protein because certainly they need it. I'll steam their vegetables instead of putting a big fat salad in front of them and expecting them to digest it. It's complicated to break down raw vegetables. Now, this goes against the whole, you know, movement at this point, but we're talking sick people. And we're talking people that want to improve and and feel better. So steaming them slightly breaks down the cell wall. It allows the body to absorb the nutrition from it. And for 27 years, this is the same diet because it keeps working and I don't have to change anything. The only problem is when they get off what I've asked them and I start quizzing and pulling strings and I find out, oh, <laughs> they weren't doing that. <laughs> so it's just true and tried. I only kept in what worked over the years.
0: So then the issue is the business, the next business after that is the type of vegetables they can do. I'm, I'm hesitating here a little bit because I'm really thinking about the issue of enzymes and roughage. <laughs> Does roughage right. part of the problem? Are, are enzymes helpful? That sort of thing.
1: The same company that uh, sells this Colorex has an absorbate enzyme which I've also highly recommended because if they're in a candida problem, a digestive stress of any sort, they're not making their own proper enzymes. So and then you're trying to correct them, especially in the United States, who has kitchen gardens with good tasting food anymore? Yeah. No one. I mean, how many apples do you have to bite into to try to remember the taste that they had when we were kids? Yeah. That's just lack of nutrition in the soil. So now we're asking our bodies to break down food, yet we aren't eating good enough food to break down to actually absorb so it's a catch-22. So instead of trying to get away with just getting it all from the earth and through my diet. I had threw my hands up a long time ago and said, skip it. We're gonna have to do is start taking some nutrition. So my goal with my patients is to give them what they need, not to get them off of vitamins. And, you know, if they need digestive enzymes, which pretty much ninety-nine percent of them do, Mm -hmm. we have them take digestive enzymes. And you know, there's good sources of them. This absorbate has all the types of them in it. It's a vegan formula. And If you take it in between a meal, you also get rid of inflammation in the other areas of the body. And then this colorex, killing these yeast uh, colonies, you now have the ability to absorb what you're eating, not have the yeast fighting against what's going on in the system and taking all your energy to try to handle that, and you can repair a system again.
0: I'm really looking forward to talking to you about this more. The first thing is, listeners, if you want to come over to the website, if you're listening to this in in a car, uh, if you come over to the website, we're going to have links for these products so that you can just pop right over to them without a problem. So, you know, all you have to do is is come into this particular episode, and the issue is it's going to be uh, our current operational time for this episode's uh, episode 258. So the thing I'm going to ask you when we come back, we're going to take a quick break right now. We're pushing a lot of information. I appreciate you telling us this, but another key, key point. So what you're saying is here are some basic treatment strategies. Here are some things we can do because the gut's not well, things we can do to heal the gut. When we come back, Julie, I want to ask you very specifically about the dreaded Herxheimer reaction and if you have any specific things that will take a person past that Herxheimer reaction, any hints about doing the medications, the supplement that you're recommending, any other supplements that might help with a Herxheimer reaction. And folks, we'll be back in just a moment today the world of mind science psychiatry and mental health is rapidly changing with innovative comprehensive testing that takes both patients and practitioners into a new world of measured details with useful understandable and remarkably actionable plans the key phrase here is cost effective testing also introduces a key parallel word predictability psychiatric treatment failure especially after multiple medications and our brief hospitalizations arises directly from the complexity of measurable brain body imbalances and impediments that explicitly interfere with medical outcomes and create costly difficulties with inadequately informed supplement and medication trials over time. Great Plains provides a leadership team of biomedical experts with advanced laboratory insights, approved nationally both by the FDA and CLIA laboratory certifications and is available internationally for both public and medical professionals. Great Plains Laboratory is the primary laboratory we've used at CoreSight for years with excellent customer service for both patients and medical colleagues. They are on the spot, they get it every time. In addition, they provide exemplary training modules which are webinars and conferences in an effort to broaden practice perspectives wherever you live. Do follow up on one of these complimentary test offers today at http greatplainslaboratory.com forward slash CBJ. Yeah, that's Core Brain Journal CBJ. Well, Dr. Julie Gatza, thank you so much for coming on board. We really appreciate it. It's so interesting. I'm looking forward to you. Telling our listeners where they can get more contact with you. Two things we're going to talk about is we're going to talk about the dreaded Herxheimer reaction, folks, in just a minute. But she has five tips for kicking your sugar cravings that we're going to include in the show notes. We'll talk a little bit about them, too, in just a moment, because sugar is a big deal. I was talking with Julie about it just before we started. I had a patient come in this morning, and a woman, and she's she's obese. And she's just not able to get her weight off. And she's been this way for a long period of time. And she says she just wants straight sugar all the time. And I was like, it's got to be candida. I was talking to her about that. But let's go back to this point on the Herxheimer. We teased that a little bit before we took the break. Julie, what's your opinion about ways, thoughts you have? You've done this so much more than I have. Is there something you do about the Herxheimer? Or do you have any specific hints about ways that a person can be prepared so they don't have to get so sick on the treatment? Well, I haven't
1: seen that it's something that I even had to mention more than, eh, you might just not feel so great for the next four days while things are dying off and we're changing and taking away your sugars. So I think it's more of a uh, of a big deal when you're trying to kill it all with the drug. This is more of a natural System that's dying off over a 30-day period, and it's not just a wipeout all at once of what's happening in the system. So wow. for us, you know, usually my first five days of treatment with most of my patients, I just say, you know, it's not like you can't go to work, but take it easy. Don't go to the gym. Eat frequently. Tons of water. Go to bed early, and uh, just realize, you know, what's in there has got to come out, and you know, it doesn't. It's not always <laughs> going to be a great day. So. With that little bit of data, now keep in mind I give a tremendous amount of nutrition and, you know, make sure that they're on the right diet and all that. So I'm just not like the traditional doctors, wiping things out and then hoping they do well.
0: So that's great. Now with the Colorex, with the Colorex product, do you change the dose of the product? That would then obviate the Herxheimer reaction? By the way, folks, Herxheimer reaction when you do this candida treatment, a lot of people, as as Dr. Gatza was just talking about, get very sick, and uh, they've been sick for me, and probably because I was doing it too aggressively. And they almost just, all kinds of different GI symptoms, they can get headaches and so on. But what Dr. is talking about is a way that you can do it effectively without actually getting sick and having the getting sick part of it is when the bugs die off, they release all this material into the body. So do you actually, Julie, reduce the amount of the colorex candida care in order to obviate it?
1: Yes, sorry. I have, you know, whatever they're taking, I usually then will go to half for the next few days and then just start boosting it back up. It's actually pretty mild. I'm amazed at how easy and (laughs) pleasant it actually is to treat patients with this for the first time. I mean, I will now actually want to market to it because it's been so amazing on the ease of it and the actual helpfulness at the end where the patients are are corrected and fixed
0: from this. Well, you said another thing just in in passing a moment ago that I want to make sure we clarify for our listeners. You said 30 days. I mean, you know, my experience has been that they need a longer treatment protocol so you're with your product and what you're doing you're done pretty well in 30 days or what's your actual plan of attack regarding the longevity of attack
1: um pretty much it's a 30-day period and uh you know it's not great for the company because it's sort of done it's not a long-term situation that you have to take but They can do it for two months. If it's, you know, if it seems like it's gone on for a long time and it's really been wiping them out, I'll have them take two bottles, which takes two months to take. And uh, at that time, we've corrected their diet. We've, in my practice, we're adjusting them, making sure the nerve supply is going to the digestive system. And we've taken them off of some of the things that perpetuate this whole problem. And in unless they're sick or their immune system is down and they have to be on an antibiotic or they had some surgery, this isn't coming back. So it's a it's <laughs> I can't believe it.
0: And that's amazing. That's really amazing. So we hinted that we we teased this whole sugar thing a little bit. And before we wind up, I want our listeners to really get a moment to connect with you on on the sugar. This is such a hard honestly the woman I was talking to said, you know, sugar is, I'm, I'm married to sugar. I mean, I can't give up my sugar. I, You know, we were started talking about it, even even though I didn't have any evidence. Me, I want to get the evidence and show it to her, and that's, that's the way I work. But how do you, you have five explicit tips, and I don't know if you have them, you know, in your mind. You probably do because you probably do them all the time, but could you run through some of those tips to really reduce the uh, sugar intake That you give to patients in your office
1: yes well one of them is they should be eating small frequent meals so if they're eating small frequent meals now they're going to be feeding their metabolism every two hours so if they wake up and they have a couple of eggs in the morning a couple hours later they have some almonds for lunch they have a piece of chicken and some broccoli have another egg in the afternoon or have some vegetables and then dinner have a steak or a pork chop or fish People don't eat nearly as much fish as they need to, a variety of. And if they do this and don't skip breakfast, they'll find that they're just not craving the sugars like they were. Now, if they do have to put their mindset on it for the first three to five days, because most people that are craving the sugar also have the, I need the pop and the Coke and, and the coffee type of a thing too. Okay, well, that's a whole other game that they also have to play because if you keep reaching for it, the whole system turns back on again. So. The small frequent wheels make a um, tremendous amount of sense. Carry emergency snack bag. So, you know, put some almonds, put some raw vegetables in it. Eggs are so easy to travel with. And, you know, despite what you've heard, eggs are actually an extremely good source of protein and great for the body. And, you know, a hard boiled egg can go in a purse, really. Mm-hmm. You can toss out sugary foods. So, when you're deciding to do this, just go through the house and toss them out. Don't hide them. Don't put them in another place for later. It's too irresistible. So, give them to your neighbors, <laughs> give them to your enemies, and just get it out of the house and all your little hiding spots. And then the other aspect is just don't rush it. Once you're deciding to do this, look at what you're going to do, look at what you have to have on hand. If you're trying to get by with trying to do this fast food wise or on the road or in between your life and your work and you're probably not going to do as well as if you planned it out and had the food ready and boiled some eggs and bought the vegetables and had things ready. So take the time to sort of get yourself ready for this and you'll see tremendous results not to mention the weight loss, the improved energy, your gut starts to disappear, the bloating goes away, you feel better, your itching is gone and It's just worth it. Anyone can do anything for 30 days.
0: You know, I think that the whole 30-day plan is just so provocative and interesting because it's not like, okay, you're going to have to do this the rest of your life because the truth of the matter is if you get through the 30 days, it sounds like what you're saying just isn't a problem after that, but you got to get through that 30 days in some structured, careful way. Otherwise, the relapse is going to be possible.
1: That's true, and people forget what good is. So, you know, they grew up feeling decent and whatever happened, they forgot what good is. They forgot what energy is. They forgot what sleeping well is. They forgot how great they can feel. And when you start to get the body back on track, it's so much easier to say no No. to the common thing that you would have said yes to. And if you do make a mistake and you eat it and you feel like junk, Well, it's so obvious now what you've done that's caused it. It wasn't the barometer and the weather and the stress and the job and the work and the kids. It was what you did.
0: (laughs) It tightens you up, definitely tightens you up. Now, this is Core Brain Journal, so we're going to close with one final question right here, and then we'll get contact information for you. But the question is What do you see in your office in terms of psychological, psychiatric symptoms that are directly related to Candida that are? That you can intervene on the candida and actually fix the underlying symptoms. You want to talk a little bit about that, please?
1: Yes, I mostly see uh, candida patients are like victims. (laughs) They're beaten up. They're over it all. They've been drugged in points from the -the over-the-counters and the, the diflucan and the nystatins. The whole system as a metabolism is so shut off and so down that it actually affects them emotionally. So I find that they aren't peppy. They aren't having positive outlooks. They're kind of beaten up people. So when I start to get them on this, it is a fair amount of control. It is written out. It is having them come in frequently to see me get adjusted and get through what's going on. Because if you can control them hard enough on this first two to three weeks, you can start to see a a real light at the end of the tunnel where, you know, all of a sudden this patient that maybe wasn't um, quite as one of your favorites starts to become a person that has some positive outlook and they're willing to do this and they're looking forward to it and they're happy that you helped them. So I see a big black and white change from the beginning to the end of the month with these people. And, you know, I think partly they're also seeing changes in their bodies that give them hope.
0: So then, Julie, you see them weekly for that month, like every week until, until they really start to turn around?
1: Yeah. And keep in mind, I'm a chiropractor. So yeah. we also see a lot of spinal involvement with it. And by adjusting the spine and freeing up how those nerves go to the systems, they feel a lot better. They feel the better neck, with The shoulders, them. the low back. Yeah. And just getting adjustments, people just, you know, the most common thing I hear from somebody that's been adjusted the first time is, wow, I feel lighter. Boy, I feel like I'm, it's lighter is the word they use. And it's like having a car parked on a garden hose and the chiropractor across the street just says, geez, I know what's wrong with your garden and everyone else is doing everything to the garden. and we just roll our eyes and unpark the car, and that's our job. So that's what I do in the office all day long, and it's such a simple aspect that people can't believe it actually might work.
0: <laughs> it's amazing how many people I, – I did an interview with somebody the other day on thoracic outlet syndrome. It was amazing. And uh, a lot of people don't even know about thoracic outlet syndrome, and they don't know about the occipital joint, and they don't know about sacral-sacral unbalancing. <laughs> and it's so relevant for – Good health. I mean, it's just one of those things and we're glad to have you weigh in on it. I mean, in fact, there's a chiropractor in town that does know thoracic outlet syndrome. I don't think it's really appropriate for me as a psychiatrist to figure out how I'm going to do corrections right now because I'm kind of odd in the uh, area anyway because it's (laughs) a small southern town. It's not Washington, D.C.
1: Right. And so then (laughs) I
0: I think me doing adjustments in the office would not work. But, (laughs) But I do think that if a person knows the target and they can go in and have somebody who's trained to adjust them in a correct way, it's definitely part of putting the whole package together
1: well it's i mean it's such an overlooked, not taught thing in the universe and at least medically speaking, and it's quite put down in many circles yeah. but if I didn't have this skill of adjusting, I wouldn't want to be any I wouldn't want to do any doctoring because I've corrected so much just by moving bones and yeah. You know, it's, it's so simple, it's ridiculous. And it just as complicated as it was to learn how the body works, it's quite a very simple machine. And mm-hmm. the application to improving it, there's just, if it's really complicated, then there's probably a lie on the line somewhere because they're not that complicated to yes. treat. You just have to get to the source of some of the very basic things. And lo and behold, the body wants to write itself quickly.
0: Well, Dr. Julie Gatza, we are singing from the same hymnal, girl. I'll tell you that. I mean, this is is exactly, this is exactly my song, all the doggone time. You know, if I'm doing everything right and there's something wrong, I got to take some responsibility for that. That is not the patient is incurable. That is not, uh, there's something wrong with you, but I don't know what it is. That's like I have to dig deeper. And, and when you start looking at the comprehensive approach of, of course, I do more testing than you do, but you go into the whole thing and we're going to just find out what it is. And I think it's just fantastic that you have that can do, get it done attitude. Now, do you talk to people virtually? Do you do virtual consults as well? Or what's, uh, do you have that type of thing in your practice or do they need to come to your office?
1: You know, it's best if they come to my office. I'm a, an applied kinesiologist, which means I muscle test. So as weird and strange as that may be in people's universe, when I'm figuring out what nutrition they need, that's how I'm figuring this out. When I find out what uh, what foods they may be sensitive to, I figure it out that way. Now I've done a heck of a lot of stuff over the phone, but I have found that by the time they're on the phone with me, they're pretty desperate. So there's probably a bit more than just giving them the basic information, although helpful it may be, they probably need a bit more fine-tuned than that. That's where I'd encourage them to come see me.
0: So true. We've interviewed a number. I mean, you know, our Core Brain Journal is a little bit on the edge. We've uh, interviewed two or three other individuals who are applied kinesiologists. So anybody who's a regular listener here can just go back and look on the search and it'll pop up because we we've been talking about this for some time. Our issue, our our point at Core Brain Journal, and you're really an excellent example of it, is Let's just do what it takes. Let's stop looking at, more thoroughly at what's going on as opposed to being preoccupied with labels and places. And, and, you know, if it works, and then let's work it. If it doesn't work, let's question it and go from there. That's so,
1: exactly right. And exactly. I mean, it's just get it in there, get the work done, and uh, let's not make a big party of it. <laughs>
0: yeah, totally with you on that. So how can people get a hold of you, Julie? Let's, let's leave that as we go on out the door here.
1: Well, they can get on the website, which is naturesources.com, or they can call a 1-800 number, which is 1-800-827-7656. If they use the code radio, they can get 20% off the colorex or even the aid, which we talked about. And if they ask for free samples, they can get some free samples, just so they have an idea of what it is that they're looking at. But uh, if you want to get a hold of me through them, it's totally fine, but... Get a hold of this company. I definitely back my career on the fact that they do a wonderful job of making quality nutrients, and especially in this area of yeast.
0: Well, Dr. Julie Gatza, that is, uh, I was just thinking how wonderful it is that you offer that opportunity. It's going to be in the show notes. So, folks, if you want to come back over there, you can click right on it if you're driving in your car, and we'll get that done. Julie, thank you so much for coming on board. We really appreciate it. And hang on to the phone a little bit. I want to talk to you about something else when we uh, stop the recording. So folks, we're going to have her back sometime if she wants to on any other aspects of whatever she wants to talk about, because I think it's been very quick. It's been entertaining and, and very revealing about a lot of things. So thanks thanks again for coming on board, Julie.
1: Thanks for having me, Chuck.
0: Thanks for listening to CoreBrain Journal. We're working every day behind the scenes to bring you reports that connect research benches with those street trenches. how to start adhd medications they're easily available at corebrainjournal.com forward slash start thanks for listening do connect and stay tuned together we can make a difference